This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. something to you right now, Lewis. I was a little annoyed at the Knicks-Nets game last night in Brooklyn. Yes. You know who this guy, uh, Travis Scott, is? Travis Scott. Yeah, big-time rapper. Rapper. And I know which guy now. Now I know what you're talking actor, about. Actor, rapper. Yep. Yep. In fact, I think a couple of years ago he had a concert and like eight people died or something. I swear to God, it was that, uh, it was that controversial. So anyway, he was, um, he was in the crowd last night in Brooklyn. Had a couple of actors. I never heard of these people, you know. But he got a uh, a lot of applause, so. Okay, right. And then I saw a lot of people standing in and around him, and then I started to count how many people stopped to take pictures and talk to me, and I think I lost. So. You oh, mean compa- compared to him? To Travis Scott, Travis I think Scott. I lost. Okay. Yeah. Depressing. Okay. Back to your original point about how everything's terrible nowadays. Terrible. Inflation, high interest rates, World War III right around the corner. And Sid Rosenberg gets Loser. outloved by Travis Scott. Yeah, that's up there. That's probably one or two. Shut up, Lou. Uh, two or three. My next guest is a mega superstar. He would never get outdone by Travis Scott, I'll tell you that. Fox Dad. News and Imus. And... Dad, why is he getting... <laughs> no, my know. daughter was the worst of them all. She was yelling and screaming, Ava, like Elvis walked in. You know, More selfies. Yep, uh, more selfies. Exactly right. His uh, podcast gets uh, one million viewers a day or something like that. I don't even know. But I love him. He's a great judge, Andrew Napolitano. Judge Knapp, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How are you, brother? Thank you. Thank you. And in the spirit of the season, Merry Christmas here. I'm going to make you feel better over this Travis uh, nonsense. So I had to do some financial uh, transactions for my mother, who just turned 98. God bless her. And I was dealing with this uh, female broker that I didn't know at all. So I said to her, uh, do you need, and it was on the phone, do you need any ID? She says, no, I recognize your voice. I know who you are. I said, do you know my voice from Fox? She said, no. I said, do you know my voice from Newsmax? She said, no. I said, well, how do you know my voice? She said, because every Thursday morning at 7.45 in the morning, the whole office listens to you and Sid. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, I won't tell you her name or the uh, brokerage, but Janet, we love you. Oh, uh, Janet. <laughs> If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabolaw, where winning is no accident.
The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. And I'll say this at the risk of sounding arrogant. I, I hear stories like that. And, of course, it's great coming from a guy like you. You're a big deal. But I hear stories like that daily. Daily people, oh, Sid, 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 you're on Sid show. And when you're great like you are, then uh, people, I told you, Joe Tacopina says this is his favorite segment of the week. He loves you. So let's get right to the law because Tacopina is listening. What they did in Colorado to Donald Trump, unconstitutional, un-American, clearly not illegal because they, um, you know, they, they went against him. But I have to believe that a heavily decent attorney will be able to appeal this and get Donald Trump back on the ballot. What does Judge Knapp say? Well, I, I agree with everything you've said. Uh, this uh, undermines democracy when the central focus of an election is the opinion of judges rather than the opinion of voters, the collective opinion of voters. Uh, Donald Trump needs to hire some superstar who's familiar with arguments uh, in the Supreme Court. And I believe the Supreme Court will take this case and will overrule it. If they don't, then the election is over for Donald Trump, Sid, because uh, a dozen other states will do the same thing. Because, you know, the the intelligentsia on the left, which is a lot in the judiciary— uh, they hate them, and they'll do almost anything they can. Yeah, but, but be careful. With the, 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 when you say it's over, uh, he wasn't going to win Colorado anyway. He's not going to win New York anyway. So even if eight, nine, ten states jump on, uh, he ain't going to win those states anyway. Well, They're all going to be blue they, states. If they, are, if they are battleground states like uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania. That won't happen. happen. That won't happen. That, that will happen. That's why it is important yeah. for the Supreme Court. A, to set the record straight. Here are the standards for invalidation under the 14th Amendment for the presidency. Never happened in history, but here are the standards. A, you got to be charged with this crime of insurrection. He hasn't. B, you have to be convicted of the crime of insurrection. He can't be because he didn't engage in an insurrection. <clears throat> C, you have to decide that that invalidates uh, the candidacy. So, uh, I think this is um, a, a liberal judiciary trying to make a legacy for itself, but it's going to turn out just to be a footnote. And I believe that, it's, that the Supreme Court will, yeah. uh, will invalidate this. So that the standard is the same in the U.S. rather than having 50 different standards, one mm. for each state, depending upon the whims of the justices in the highest courts of those states. Correct. I like what Steve Bannon said on this show just yesterday with me. He said... This is another one. It's another one like the indictments, like everything else the Democrats have tried to do over the last five or six months. This will backfire, too. And we already see a brand-new Fox poll came out this morning, brand-new. And he has lengthened his lead over DeSantis, Trump 52%, DeSantis 18%. This surge of Nikki Haley, which is complete nonsense, she's surging a couple of points in New Hampshire. That's it. She has no chance of winning. She's third at 16%. This is just Iowa, just the Iowa caucus. I mean, point being, no matter what happens here, no matter what they do, Colorado, Jack Smith, uh, Alvin Bragg, Letitia James, all these losers, Donald Trump, all he does is lengthen his lead. That, my friend, is what makes America great. Because it it further validates the uh, theory 
that the intelligentsia, the elites, are trying to do everything they can to stop him, and and the base is going to do everything they can to support him. Uh, and and the more these things happen, the more the more slaps to his face he takes, the more judicial and legal actions against him, the more the base will rally and come out. And I predict that that base will grow as independent voters who usually don't even vote in Republican primaries, but can in some states like New Hampshire. Uh, I think that independent voters will begin to see what's going on and they will be sending a message uh, to the uh, elites. Here's our guy, and there's not much you can do to stop him. This is a choice of the voters, not the judiciary. Tell me about the immunity case, though, because uh, that's in the news today as well. He's got Colorado, and then uh, he's trying to slow down uh, that case. I mean, we've never seen where a lower court hasn't made a decision yet, and Smith and these people want this thing to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, Another case here. Donald Trump moved before the trial judge in D.C., to dismiss the charges against him on the grounds that he is immune from prosecution for anything he does while sitting as president. I think that's wrong under the law because it already has been ruled on by Nixon. But I don't, on the Nixon cases, but I don't blame them for making that argument. I'd make the argument myself if I were his lawyers. The trial judge denied the motion. She wrote a 50-page opinion, uh, a, a pretty good opinion. Uh, Trump then appealed to the intermediate appellate court, Smith, Jack Smith, instead of responding to that appeal on the substance of it, said, I'm going to ask the Supreme Court to reach down into the intermediate appellate court and take it. One theory is it's going to end up in the Supreme Court anyway. No matter who wins in the appellate court, they're going to appeal it to the Supreme. So it might as well get there. The other theory is he wants this case to be tried before Election Day. He he wants to impair Donald Trump's ability uh, to be elected. He believes that Trump will be damaged either by the information that will come out of the trial or by an adverse verdict, if God forbid uh, he should be uh, convicted. So the Supreme Court on January 5th will decide, A, are we going to take it away from the appellate court? And there is precedent for this. And B, are we going to rule right away? If they say yes to both A and B, we'll have a decision on this by the end of January and the trial of Donald Trump on the January 6th events will take place as scheduled in March. If the Supreme Court says no, let it go back to the appellate court, well, then I don't know what the schedule is going to be. They have a procedure for fast-tracking it as well, and they've done that uh, in the past. Look, judges and justices read newspapers and, and, and the Internet. They know what's going on, uh, and they know that sometimes uh, you take your time and sometimes you roll quickly. There was news in the Jeffrey Epstein case uh, yesterday. They're going to release the names of 170 people on the quote-unquote client list, which some people tell me doesn't exist. And others say, well, if it does exist, it's the same names we've heard about already. No big shocks. You're going to hear Prince Andrew. You're going to hear Bill Clinton. Who knows, you know. Uh, But I was talking to Steve Bannon yesterday, and he said that there's a lot more. There's a lot more here. How the hell did Jeffrey Epstein, in the end, get access to all these dignitaries, all these big-time people. Then there were scientists and other folks he was involved with. And Bannon, like me, like me, is 100% convinced that with all the people he knew and all the information that was out there that that the people could get hurt, that there's no way in a million years this guy killed himself. No way. I agree with Bannon. I've said that since day one, despite people like Bo Deedle telling me I'm wrong. What is your uh, opinion on the whole Jeffrey Epstein death? 
When I uh, was a trial judge in New Jersey, I tried many uh, murder cases and wrongful death cases and had the best coroners in the country testifying in my courtroom. The best of the best, in my opinion, is Michael Baden. And Dr. Baden is absolutely convinced and explained to me personally why he is convinced that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered in that jail cell. Oh, good. You agree with us. Uh, yes, I'm 100% with you and 100% with Steve, uh, primarily because Dr. Baden performed a second autopsy on Jeffrey Epstein uh, and explained to me on air at Fox, as well as personally in private, how he is absolutely certain that Epstein was murdered. The Attorney General, uh, Bill Barr, uh, should be ashamed of himself for not pursuing this. The people that run the prison should be ashamed of himself. The two the two security guards that were supposed to be prison guards that were supposed to be watching him that looked the other way. Right. right. And, and by the way, they looked the other way. And then, oh, my God, all of a sudden, none of the uh, TV, the circuit TVs worked. And don't forget, Correct. there was that guy, Correct. that former cop who was an animal. He's four. He's like 250 pounds of twisted steel, this guy. And he tried Correct. to kill him a couple of weeks before. Correct. All of this happened in a matter of a couple of minutes. The uh, the uh, prison guards were suspended for six months. They got their jobs back. So this whole thing is a monumental and massive cover-up. Look, I have no sympathy for Jeffrey Epstein. His life was reprehensible. But he had the right to live, and he had the right to be presumed innocent, sure. and he had the right to a trial. And the government's obligation when they arrest you is to protect you right. from other prisoners. Well, it, it, from it, you can say the same thing about George Floyd. He was a lowlife, a, 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 a lifelong criminal, arrested nine times, put a gun in a pregnant woman's stomach. But he deserved to live, too. He was murdered by that Minneapolis cop. But neither guy should be honored or we honored George Floyd. And you're right about Jeffrey Epstein. Last one, you know. It occurs to me as you're talking to me, and you've been a great judge uh, in your lifetime, a great, great judge. When we talk about all the great things President Trump did in his first run, right? The economy here was great. There were no world wars. There was peace in the Middle East, the Abraham Accords. Putin was scared to death, did nothing, even though he went in to Crimea with Obama, then Ukraine with Biden. There was no talk of China, Taiwan. None of this happened. Now, yes, the last six months after the Chinese unleashed this deadly virus on us, things did not go great with Trump. But for the most part, for three and a half years, that was about as good a presidency as you'll ever see. And let's not forget, Judge, Neil Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett, Kavanaugh, who the Democrats put through absolute hell. I think he did a pretty good job of picking three very solid Supreme Court justices. What about you? Well, you know, I was interviewed for the court twice by him. And at the end of the first interview, after I had described my ideal justice, he looked at me. Bannon was in the room, by the way. He looked at me and he goes, you're describing yourself. I said, no, I'm not. I'm describing Neil Gorsuch. He's your guy. Wow. He is the most faithful to the Constitution and to the primacy of individual liberty of any jurist I know. And he goes, that's it. It's going to Gorsuch. I'll talk to you next time around. Wow. <laughs> How about that? I know. So you really did play a very, very instrumental part in getting Gorsuch done, huh? Yes. I mean, he had, he's an easy sell because he's so bright and so faithful uh, to the Constitution uh, and so fair. Okay. Uh, but, yes, I did play a small role, and I was happy uh, happy to do so. Look, the president called me many times about many things, even before he was in the White House. Obviously, this conversation that I just described to you happened after he was elected, but before he was inaugurated. He knew he had the vacancy because Justice Scalia 
had died right. uh, 11 months uh, before, and, and the Senate wisely decided not to confirm yeah. Merrick Garland, President yeah. Obama's uh, nominee. Yeah, by the way, talking about uh, Epstein being murdered, why was there a pillow by Scalia's face when he died? I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't want to bring that up again. But you know, I, I called up Maureen Scalia when I, I called, and the two of us cried on the phone, and I said, why didn't you order an autopsy? <laughs> right. She said, I saw a picture of him in bed, and it was exactly the way he slept. Every night for all 60 years. Of well, our- there you have it. Okay, good. Because I can't, like, there's too many theories out there about too many people. Yeah. That there's so much I can handle, Judge. But on a serious note, I do want to thank you for being a major, and I mean this, a major part of this show's great success in 2023. You're a great friend, a terrific, terrific talent. And we look forward to another great year together in 2024. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and please send my best to your mom. I know she loves me. Oh, I will. She's listening now. And from the Napolitano family to Sid Rosenberg, the king of the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) Judge, you're great. I love you, pal. Thank you very much. Bill O'Reilly. By the way, O'Reilly's coming on my show next month. How about that? There you go. Bill O'Reilly does love you. All right. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.